All right, everybody, thank you and welcome back to episode 21 of the Don't Be Stingy podcast. And on this episode, we have a special guest. I think they've known me the longest in my entire life. Here we are with DQ. Hello, DQ. Hello. How are you how are doing? You? Good. How are you? Good. Do you want to introduce yourself? Well, I'm your yeah. <laughs> loving. Uh-huh. And your daring, words. Uh-huh. Dare, daring uh-huh. mother. Okay. So you as as a listener, I told you that we we're going to talk about uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. And one mm-hmm. of the reasons that was to show Jeffrey Dahmer on Netflix, right? Or it's called yeah. Dahmer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you don't like watching stuff like that. As far as I've known, like growing up as a kid, we never watched like scary movies or anything like that. So what was mm-hmm. it about this miniseries that you like? That he got away with so many murders in front of people's eyes that like it like surprised me. Were you aware? I guess it was late 80s, early 90s. Were you aware of anything at the time? Like did I had you hear heard stuff? something like I had heard about it, but not like detail. It was just like through the news or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this it, one was pretty good, this movie. Was, so I, I say it was, I knew a lot of the story because I've seen other stuff before, but I just think the dude was such a good an actor. Like those good actors throughout the show. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of stuck with it. And that's why I'm, when you said you had watched it, it was surprised me because I was trying to watch Nurse Ratchet last year mm-hmm. and you didn't watch it. Did you wa- end up watching it? Uh-uh. Because you watched the worst episode. <laughs> the, wor- the first episode is all killing. And then you're like, I can't watch that. And I told you the remaining episodes aren't about killing but Dahmer's about killing so I'm confused as to um, as to what you... I just finished watching uh, watching is it watching me or watch me or the watcher yeah I just finished that what'd you think about that one it was all right it we watched it like in three days like I don't know for some yeah Jenny's like that too Jenny doesn't like watching scary shit and then she watched it but then she gets paranoid so then she'll be <laughs> peeking out the windows at night I'm like there's no money well, I was like we're not interesting enough <laughs> To have somebody watching us. Because yesterday she was on a call with her mom for like an hour. Because we went for a walk. We can get into that. And then when we came back, I started watching TV in the room. And because Jenny, she you know, she calls her mom every week. And she was on a call for like an hour. Then she comes running into the room like, hurry, come here, come here. And I look and like the ambulance and uh, fire trucks are outside. I was like, what? like you know, she was all freaking out and shit. So mm-hmm. she gets paranoid. Yeah, she thinks we're going to be part of the Watcher. The Watcher, you know, that's a true story, right? Yeah. I yeah. saw that. That's a true story. Yeah. And I, for some reason, I thought it happened so long ago. I didn't know it was like 2014, 2017, something like that. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, first time I ever heard of that one. I've, I've heard podcasts. And usually when I hear podca- podcasts about it, it, I kind of go down a little warm on research stuff or just look mm-hmm. up art, news articles. And for that one, I'm still convinced it was like the, the dad. I think he was the one doing it. sending The, the whole time? Yeah, because... Other than that, or it had to be somebody literally watching their house 24-7, like across the street, right? It couldn't be a back neighbor. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like it was the dad. Just because the details, they say, were looking to like go viral or something like that. Whenever the story comes up in podcasts, because they sold their the rights for the show, right? So mm-hmm. I guess they were looking to go viral or whatever. So that's why I kind of I have a feeling that it was the dad. The, I think the person that was a watcher was living in that tunnel. You saw that bed and everything. But I don't know if that's real. I'd have to see if tunnel part's real. Oh, Cause that would be so weird. Like there was like be a tunnel and then. But they said that house, like in whatever the seventeen or eighteen hundreds, was like they would do like illegal liquor and stuff, and they yeah, would run like it through it. the tunnels. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd have to research. I don't know for sure that's that's what it is. Oh. But so you've been watching anything else? No, I just finished that one, and I'll probably start a movie. Or Are something. you watching Ninety Day Fiance? I haven't mm-hmm. talked about it in a while. I haven't. I can't get into it. I'm like three weeks behind on mm. on both 
what is it happily ever after and single life uh, single life yeah i can't single life i really can't watch it i haven't it's been like three weeks since i watched it can't get into it because of who just the storylines like natalie and big oh, ed and and, his, and just so everybody knows my mom is smoking on camera like, <laughs> I, I, I asked you, you not to, to advertise this is my show this is i don't <laughs> I, you know i got ptsd with with uh, uh blown into the microphone man i had to a couple weeks ago i was supposed to go out of town i couldn't because i had to pet sit uh-huh. so yep. why did i have to pet sit because we went to mexico and how was that it was good it went good the weather was cool we got to visit everybody and hang out with yeah. them over there and have dinner do you eat mexican food because you're a picky eater so do you eat mexican and food or you just eat mcdonald's I had like you know i had like flautas tamales stuff like that but i didn't eat not one taco why not because they said on the news that in it found a house that were chopping up dogs and shit man for real you research on that on google well you, you need to do you know, all right, all right. We, since we're a fact checking show let me see Hang good on. google it okay let me google after they said it was no he just like rescued dogs and shit but for a minute they were saying that they were doing that meat was in the tacos so you said let me see mexico mm-hmm. dog tacos yes and he like he got a whole house like full of dogs and some of them like look like they're well taken care of i'm not seeing it oh hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on mm. <laughs> okay so it says man who allegedly butchered dogs for taco meat arrested in mexico Mm-hmm. Does it say Nick so It does say Nick so All right. <laughs> I'll take back what I'm saying. All right. Hold on. Uh, it says authorities in central Mexico arrested a man who was believed to have butchered and collected close to 100 dogs that he would fatten up, butcher, and allegedly mm-hmm. sell. Okay. I'm with you on this one. See, you see usually right. I'm not. You are, you're always talking that shit. That's why. <laughs> no, now you got it at your fingertips. You can just Google it. Since I heard, I saw that on the news, I didn't eat not one taco. But you ate flautas. You don't think that they could have put it in? It could have been, but I hadn't seen the news yet. Uh huh. Yeah, and it was right. It was right as y'all were there, uh, mid October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. Okay, see, I can't doubt you. I usually, I usually I doubt you. So I was like, no. I, uh-huh. my mom be always exaggerating shit. So yeah, but uh, did they clear his name or what? Uh, it doesn't say uh, anything. I'm trying to read it's part of it. I think Spanish. his own sister turned him in. The tweets are in Spanish. I'm trying to read the. Oh, at the end, they said something like, oh, it was all a misunderstanding. Uh, he just rescues dogs and that's why they were there. And... But in the meantime, shit, they had people thinking they were eating dog meat in their tacos. Oh, it says um, the man's the man's sister told the newspaper that the man did not butcher the animals, but would simply rescue as many dogs that he could find in the streets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. I thought, you, I thought you were fake news. I thought you were fake news, in, but uh-uh. yeah. So, what else did y'all do? Y'all went to different towns. Yeah, we went to a small town called Puebla. Mm. We were there for the day and ate and just like walked around the town and stuff. Went yeah. back. And how is my dog now? Speaking of dog meat, <laughs> he's doing good. Yeah, yeah he's he, living he's... the life over there. He was the like facing the wall all week when he was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. did you take him on a walk i took him uh like one or two times he gets tired oh he's what 12 now so mm-hmm. he gets tired so i just throw the i was throwing the ball with him in the backyard oh. i also fattened him up so 
<laughs> he used to be skinny. He used to be in marathon shape, and then he spends <laughs> spends a year at Charles' house, and all of a sudden, my dude weighs double. Mm, now he don't even want to damn bark when the door when the doorbell he, rings. He wasn't doing that here. He would be. Oh. Like, I, I would because we got a ring camera, so I could see the alert, and I get up, and he just like look at me, look at the door, like, "Hey, you gonna answer that shit or what?" Mm. Yeah, oh lazy. Can't even have him for a protection dog. Mm-hmm. Since it's open form, you have any questions for me? What do you feel about the Dahmer movie? I knew uh, a lot of the stuff that he did. I've read uh, like a book about it. So it was, I think it was just good acting. So I enjoyed the acting, but then I don't under, like there's all this like backlash now, mm-hmm. like cancel, whatever. I don't get like, it happened already. It happened what, 30 years ago, like not mm-hmm. move on, but you know, find new stuff to get upset about. Mm. No. Do you think like in the, like somebody could have stopped him? Or somebody could have did something different to... Well, the cop turned in the boy back to him. Like, that was true. And mm-hmm. then became... Now he's like a police chief. Mm-hmm. So, read a lot about... I don't know, like, I guess true crime and serial killers and stuff. And, you know, there's still there's still some serial killers now. But, like, back in the day, it seemed to be a bunch. Like, you watch... I think I, I watched some series on, like, Hulu or something. And there was six or seven serial killers in just like LA County alone, like in the eighties or whatever. And, you mm-hmm. know, my, I always talk to about Jenny. I was like, I wonder if they like ran into each other. Like if they were going to dump a body, you know, and he's like, they, I fucking, you know, like, don't go back there. You know, I don't know. <laughs> just me being dumb. You know, it's like probably cross paths with them a couple of times. Yeah. But that's all we listen to. That's all like true crime. Like where we're building Lego and going for work. It's always true crime. So it's always true crime all the time. That's what I do. I do 48 hours, Dateline. 2020 yeah that's those are the ones that i I like to listen to them just because that way i'm not in front so when we go for a walk if it's like dateline or 2020 because what it's basically whatever you see on the show it's just the audio format Mm -hmm. and then jenny's like well what do they look like what do they look like so then we'll end up watching a little bit of the show so we can see uh you know what they look like i don't know just do you catch yourself like trying to figure out the case yeah we we, because we're talking about it and some are pretty straightforward. You're like, oh, you know, this happened and this happened. But there was one that I saw where I think it was like a dude in it was I think he was in Texas and he was pretty well off. He owned like trucking company or something like that. He owned like mm-hmm. 10, 10 or 20 trucks. And, yeah. His wife, he had a side piece mm-hmm. and he, he said he was going to divorce his wife for that. And then he he got run over, but he got run over by the wife. Yeah. And the the wife wife. Said it, on a motorcycle. He was on a motorcycle. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the wife said, we, we thought that it would might have been like an accident, but she's saying that it was an accident. But the cops, I think she's still in jail, right? Is that right? Yeah, she's still in jail. Yeah. So she ran him over with an SUV, like mm-hmm. accidentally hit him or whatever. So it's just yeah. stuff like that. Some are, are, are twists, but for the most part, I think they're pretty straightforward. But like I was saying, like sometimes Jenny's walking, like there's one podcast that we listen to. It's called Sword and Scale. And it's mm-hmm. like they, he gives a lot of details or though he'll even play police interrogations and stuff and jenny's like fuck like she's i can hear her cussing as we're going along because sometimes the details are a little bit crazy mm-hmm. she hates for me to watch those shows i like to watch them all day and then she likes to watch them too but she doesn't like for me to watch them at night when she's sleeping i guess she doesn't like to go to sleep with it mm-hmm. so she's like watch she's like watch some other shit and i was like well i'm gonna yeah, go to the man. living room she's like no just stay in here just watch something else She'll be having to sleep with one eye open. <laughs> there was one time that we listened to it for so much. I think it was like I was building the Titanic or whatever. Like I was mm-hmm. like sitting, listening so much that then I started dream or whenever we would drive. I'm like, well, this is how it starts. It starts as a normal day and then some shit goes off. And I think that's pretty much how it happens 
all the time, right? No one's expecting to or mess something up. So it's just a normal day. And then it kind of goes downhill from there. There was a, like a summer where I don't know. I, I didn't sleep. I mean, this is five, six years ago. Like I couldn't sleep. And there was a couple of days had gone by where I wasn't getting a lot of sleep. And I had dream, was dreaming. I listened to like a book and then I was dreaming that like something happened to Jenny. Like did I was like, did I do something? I went to like a little weird state because I hadn't slept. And I had mm-hmm. to put like my finger under Jenny's nose to make sure she was awake. I was like, this, I don't, I don't, I didn't, I couldn't grasp what was going on. Did you feel like it was a, you were in a dream or it was? Like yeah, a so real thing? I, I, was, I was listening to a book, which I re-listened to. And it was a case that happened down in the Valley. And it was a guy, he had mental psychosis and he thought that his kids had the model. Make, make a Mexican want to light another cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was saying that uh, his kid, he thought that his kids had Maloco. And so he ended My up local? killing, yeah, he ended up killing them, three of them. Mm-hmm. It was three kids. He like cutting their head off. And he was saying that the kid was possessed and stuff like that. And I listened to the podcast about it. And then mm-hmm. uh, in the podcast, they say there's a chapter in the book that says, do not read this before you go to sleep. And mm-hmm. I got it into audiobook. So obviously I'm going to go to sleep and I'm like, <laughs> like and I, I, that's where I made the mistake because then I mm-hmm. think I was just about to go to sleep. And then it just kept me awake. And then I don't know, just something. Then I just stayed up all night. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like a weird, I guess I was just kind of in. Like a spiral. Yeah, a spiral. Since I hadn't I hadn't slept or anything. So, I mean, that was before the drinking came on. And <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I don't know. I just, I was like, is Jenny okay? Is she breathing? And then and mm-hmm. it kind of put me in a weird headspace because we know we're both broken inside. And I woke, woke to Jenny because she had to get up and go to work. So I'm like putting my finger under her nose to see if she was awake. Yeah. And I was like, she's like, you OK? She's like, you look weird. And I was like, I I, I couldn't explain it. Sometimes yeah. you need to stop watching that or get enough sleep. Yeah, I think that's that's what it was. And I shouldn't have listened to the to the it says even in the book, do not read. Uh-huh. It's like chapter six. And because I, uh-huh. I just read listen to the book again, because I think another podcast came out about it. Uh-huh. And I re-listened to the, the book again. And it was like, yeah, it's, it's do not do not read this chapter before you go to sleep and it's not crazy detail but it's detail of what he did um, have you ever had any like crazy thoughts like some of those people on those mom, shows? i'm your son i have these crazy thoughts mom 24 7 what's my name oh dq sorry uh-huh what? so i have your dna so uh-huh. i have everything you have is what i have half and, and more no yeah Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I always say I'm an addict son because I'm an Mm -hmm. addict son and I don't really want to get into that part. People who are probably listening to this heard already heard that whole thing. Uh So, you know, it's on to bigger, better things now. Okay. Yeah. What you got about about 90 day fiance Mm -hmm. is that they did Veronica like, or is, is that the single life? Single life. Oh, so Veronica and Tim, were they in a relationship? They, they they dated for a long time. And I guess the, the kid that she has, she was little. Uh-huh. And and then like I guess he, he raised he her. raised her and then just kind of stuck around, even though they're not dating, for the most part stuck around there. And then I guess I don't know. I don't think they were on 90 Day. And then he was on 90 Day with a Colombian girlfriend. Uh-huh. Then they brought her on to do pillow talk, but I don't know how she was on to begin with. Who's your favorite on Pillow Talk that you really don't like? I don't watch watch Pillow Talk. Yeah. I should probably. Mm -hmm. So what we used to do is not watch the show and then just watch Pillow Talk to get the the highlights of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we haven't do it. Maybe I should just watch the Pillow Talk and just get the highlights. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I like David and Annie. Yeah. Because some of the people that are on there, they're funny. um, I like David and Annie. 
and Tim and Veronica were good when they were on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, Jenny liked Alexi and Lauren. Okay, and there's one more I'm forgetting that they were pretty funny. Ken and Armando. Yeah, Ken and Armando. Yeah. I think I, I think if I were to go back, I liked them the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they were good. Did you see the what was it the tell all where uh, Tim had it was Tim and our Tim and Kenny and Tim had yeah, them, like the big old high boots, boots on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he must just like to look pretty. Yeah, I like to look pretty. <laughs> Oh, no. With boots on? Uh, yeah, I'm fat, but I dress nice. Mm. Yeah. Since since you're doing your vice, I'm doing my vice. What is yours? Alcohol? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at you. And I and I where did you get that from? Because I don't drink. Uh I know that I, you don't drink, but <laughs> I, I don't, don't smoke. Mm. How's the sleeping going? It's still not not there yet. How I think I need to go to see a doctor for that. I need, I probably do because I don't want to take like pills to go to sleep because then I'll be like, like, well, like you having to to dose me down, you know, like a rep. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like, I this start sounds, my first run at eight thirty. That's why I asked you what time can you? What's it? Because I was like, I don't want to want to interrupt mm-hmm. that. But every it's gonna sound weird to everybody, but normal doses don't just don't work on me. I've been on high doses as a as a kid and having headaches and stuff like that, so I, I don't feel like the normal dose. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm afraid it something might happen. Like what? Like I don't like I I end up on a podcast because I took some medication and don't remember. <laughs> that's one. That's a fear. But I I do feel like I should do like the sleep study because I know Uncle mm-hmm. he did the the I, I think I do need the mask or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I got like a friend. He he when he go travels he has to take that thing if not yeah. he's in trouble so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think I need that because I wake up like with a real dry throat. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like, <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> Jenny's, uh, when she's already in a meeting, she's like, can you close the door? And she's like, I can hear you spitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I, I forgot until uh, I think the last time we went to San Juan and I heard uh-huh. you doing that shit. I'm like, oh, Lord, <laughs> I forgot it, he does that. Yeah. And it's like a special like one every time it comes. It has to come up. You know, like I can feel it deep, deep down in my chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When are you getting your. MRI done. Uh, different subject. Next. Mm. Next. Okay. Then go ahead. See, when I start talking, y'all don't want to listen and shit. I don't have money. <laughs> I don't have money <laughs> for uh, uh, MRI. How much do you need, Chicha? I think it's like a thousand. Okay. When are you going to get it done? I, I don't know. I still need to go get fitted for Tony's uh, suit. So I, I think I've, if I've... you just miss three months of not buying tennis shoes, mm-hmm. you'll have enough for the for the MRI. Yeah, or if you quit charging me for a dog that you're keeping in my house, I should be good to go too. Yeah. Have you noticed I haven't charged you? Well, I'm not, I'm not going to pay. I told you that. I told you that last time. That was it. Shit. I, I, I got to pay for you. I got the privilege for you to take care of my dog. We didn't want your dog. See, that's the thing. Y'all, y'all came we to pick doing, his ass up. We're doing you a favor by having him over <laughs> you here. Do, you're doing me a favor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The least you can do is pay for his stuff because he's an expensive dog to maintain. Hey, he's a pure breed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were walking. I saw a baby, like a puppy chocolate lab. And I was like, uh, I think, is it too soon to get another one? You think you get another one? No. Uh-huh. no. I kind of like not being, I kind of like being able just to do whatever I want. Uh-huh. So I started walking again and i have a challenge with alex ap as some know and we're gonna try to do 60 miles in november Mm -hmm. but i know you have gone on a little weight loss journey Mm -hmm. uh how much weight have you lost recently 
the last week, I'm going to start weighing myself every month. Mm-hmm. But within the last week, I lost two pounds. But like overall, like this year? Overall this year, I started at 298. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at, I say 300. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at 235, which I'm at 233. Mm-hmm. So like, like 65 pounds? Mm-hmm. And that's by doing what? When you were on that other podcast and you said that, you know, drinking water and starting to eat those vegetables, the bags of vegetables. I started doing that like during the day for probably like two or three weeks. And then after that, then I started like not eating like after a certain hour. What is it that uh, you think was, was the cause of like you, cause you were big when I was a kid, like Mm -hmm. even big, cause you lost a lot of weight like Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. The biggest I've ever been was 350 pounds. 350 pounds. Growing up as a kid. I mean, I was a dumb kid, but I never saw you eat that much. So what do you think it was that, would make that made you that big probably laziness yeah like not even like wanting to like for me it was the only walking i did was from the apartment to the car Mm -hmm. to the hb and back that's all it was and we've always had a lot of snacks but i never i never saw you as like a binge eater i don't see i I don't see you as that like i'm a binge eater like Mm -hmm. uh, if i'm up at like one in the morning and i'm drinking like i'm eating like four little bags of chips or that big ass bag of doritos in like a couple Mm -hmm. days like that for me that's drinking and eating binging binge eating Mm -hmm. is that's why i am the way i am thanks mother no so that's my fault yeah that's your fault (laughs) no it ain't yeah you always try to blame me for everything is there anything good that i did Mm -hmm. well you had to think about it Mm -hmm. let me see that's messed up well i mean let's look is there anything good you can say about me? Uh, you're my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody no, knows that. No, so back to back to uh-huh. the, the weight thing. So you think it's just but laziness, but laziness doesn't make you net, gain weight. No, but I think just like not doing anything, eating and sleeping, and and now that I lost that weight, I'm gonna start. I started a couple of months ago, like uh, walking around the block. Mm-hmm. And I did it this morning mm-hmm. and I said, Mom, I'm just going to look at the time. And I did it like in 26 minutes, which I didn't even feel like going. I didn't even feel like putting on my shoes to walk mm-hmm. out the door. It usually takes me like 20 minutes to get it done. Not a lot of people know that I used to actually run and be mm-hmm. a lot thinner. I don't want to call it an attribute, but the thing that I do is like once I'm in something, I, I guess Jenny says like my hobby is having a lot of hobbies. So when I was doing it, like it was like when I was actually running, it's been like 10 years when I started the first time. And it, it just for some reason, it felt natural when I was mm-hmm. in the moment. And then when I got away from doing it and started gaining weight or whatever, it, th- that became natural, like not going out to do anything, gaining a little weight, a little weight here and there. And then well, we, what was we, the biggest you've ever been? Um, right, What I am right now. When you when you were thin, did you see yourself thin? No, I saw myself as a fat piece of shit. Me too. And I still see myself like that now. Like mm. you're even bigger piece of shit <laughs> than you were then. Yeah, because I, I I was down to almost. I think the lowest I got was like two hundred five, and mm-hmm. that was too low because like I even I, when I was thinner, I'm like a big guy. You got big bones, so I'm just short for my weight. <laughs> uh, so I was like a big guy that like mu- like had muscles and stuff and so being that thin for me didn't help me running it actually hurt me so mm-hmm. when I was 
in the middle of like marathon shape, it was like 230 pounds, 235 mm-hmm. pounds. So I'd kill to be like 250. Because when I look in the mirror, which at 350, I would only look in the mirror to like do my hair or whatever. I'd le- never look at my body. Uh-huh. And now that I've lost the weight, I actually look at my body. I'm like, damn, I, I still see that 350 yeah. pound. Yeah, I thought you were auditioning woman. for my 600 pound life. <laughs> Man, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> were you going to be the runner up or what? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I was season two. <laughs> yeah, happily. Yeah. So last year we walked and we did a couple times, 100 days in a row, like leading up to it. And mm-hmm. there's just one night. It was cool. I think it was around this time last year. And we just started walking and I, cause we would walk three miles and then I'd tell Jenny, like, you want to extend it out? And she was like, yeah. So that day she walked six with me. And then I was like, I still feel good. And just walking. And mm-hmm. I was like, I still feel good. And she's like, okay, I'm gonna go inside. And then um, I walked another four. So I walked 10 miles that night mm-hmm. and I felt good. And, and I, I didn't keep up with that. I let it, I let it slip or whatever. And then at the beginning of the year, at the, at the beginning of the year, I think I was doing okay. And in the summer, I was like, man, it's just too hot. So I didn't do anything mm-hmm. all summer. It was. And then I got used to not doing anything. 100 day challenge. I was doing like 25 push ups a day or mm-hmm. squats or something, something very light, like whatever mm-hmm. minimal effort. And then we just started back up walking. And it's kind of a pain to get going. But once you're like halfway through, then mm-hmm. you're like, all right, fuck it, just finish it. Mm-hmm. And um, it does make you feel a little bit better. But that's what I should do some exercise here at home, like yeah. just like with like a can of vegetables or whatever just like if it was can a of vegetables. Well, I said the biggest uh, loser before I walk shit. no you just gotta go out and uh, you didn't crawl before you can walk smoking cigarettes when you're 12 <laughs> damn Jajit, does it bother you or what what cigarette smoke uh-huh. actually I, I'd rather enjoy cigarette smoke <laughs> I don't I don't like the smell like on the clothes when I leave y'all's house but <laughs> yeah I, I'm okay with cigarette smoke did you listen to the episode last week or yeah, last week about candy? Yeah. You know, the, my, so what's your top? Cause you, you do like sweets. Whenever we mm-hmm. go, you have sweets all the time. So what's your, your top three candies? I like now and laters uh-huh. and uh circus peanut and candy corn. Yeah. You got a trash powder. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that's one thing. That's the weird. Cause you like circus peanuts. You like whoppers. Mm-hmm. you like all that shit candy like yeah. what do you what, i mean that had to come from your childhood right because i mean i remember eating that with you when i was a kid mm-hmm. but as soon as i as soon as i uh was on the glow up i was like i ain't eating that stuff no more <laughs> grandma would eat them circus peanuts uh-huh. she would just be laying down doing her quilts and eating them like out of the bag okay so yeah explain explain that to me you gave me my did i actually use the quilt yeah it was your first blanket that grandma sewed for you. So she would make one for every grandkid? Uh-huh, for every grandkid. Yeah. And you gave me, what was the blue thing? The blue thing was when we got you baptized. Uh-huh. That was like your culture that you got wrapped up. I'm still looking for your actual baptism suit. Because mm. you were like three months old. Shit, that thing was like a six-month-old outfit. But did y'all buy that thing? So I was three months old and was wearing six-month-old stuff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when you tell? came out i thought you were the one month old yes how much did i weigh uh nine pounds even it's a big ass baby is that a big baby i don't know that's a big baby mm-hmm. um so that blue Jesse thing nine uh-huh. that blue thing did somebody make it or did somebody buy it no it's bought from the store okay because it, it looks like some like there's one 
that has like the edges they're kind of tight but the other one is like i don't know if you opened it uh it's like the threading is kind of loose or whatever but the yeah the little quilt uh, is Jenny gonna seal that yeah, so I, we had to air it out because it smells like cigarettes. But oh hell, yeah. yeah so <laughs> I think I put some Febreze on it. Yeah, I need to put some Febreze and then uh, and then seal it back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I swear I'll, I have a quilt or two that Grandma made me at your house. At, a, at the house, yeah, yeah. I have a lot, and I'm going through them. What made you pull get, that up? Because we're doing, we're gonna start doing the like renovation on the rest of the house. Mm-hmm. So I'm like clearing out the hall closet and all that stuff to get it ready. Yeah, uh, we were talking about doing stuff too because we've been here 12 years and I feel like I don't know. It's more like we need to change, but like I don't want to change anything because everything still works. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have like old washer and dryer and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to change it till it's messed up. Mm-hmm. How's yeah. work been going? It's slow. Uh, still, it? yeah, but I mean, it's there. I ain't tripping. It it allows me to buy Lego and shoes and uh, drink. Maybe you should make an extra house payment instead of drinking that shit down every month. I'll pay it off when uh, I get the insurance money. When I, I I guess when I was a kid, I mean I still am a kid at heart. Uh-huh. Um, but I, when I was a kid, like I I was always like, what was going on in their mind? Meaning y'all, because uh-huh. uh, I don't think everybody knows you were a teenage mother. Mm-hmm. And he had, mom, you don't need to quit lighting cigarettes. Do you put in on these? When I was a kid, I would always wonder, like, what's going on in their brain? Like, what is it being an adult, right? Mm-hmm. I guess as I became like a teenager, I'm like, what is it to drive? Like, I, 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 you get to take curious, yeah, curious. Like, you get to, and then now that I'm an adult, almost forty, like mm-hmm. I, I'm like, what is it? I listen to podcast episodes, I'm like. How does one you stupidly thought you were gonna get away with it? Like what goes what idiotic thing goes to that person's head that they think they, they're gonna get away with it? And a lot of the times, like at least through like Dateline in 2020, it's the guy killing his wife to go with the side piece. Uh-huh. And and but I was like, How do you think you're gonna get away? Like that's what's going on. Uh, my head. No. Like, how do you feel like yeah? You know, and even Jimmy Jim's like um, stupid. When you were little and we used to get the food sent, but the paper kind. Mm-hmm. you were real smart like we lived at running meat and you would go back then you could tear it out of the book and give it to you you would go and when they would give you change back they would give you money not mm-hmm. food stamps so say if it was like 99 cents and you paid with the five you were mm-hmm. going to get four dollars and one cent and you knew that so mm-hmm. you would do that you know like that <laughs> but then I don't we started that. asking for the damn booklets like we couldn't okay, tear it so out explain that to me then so we grew up how, so how this must have been early 90s early 90s yeah okay so what what did the book actually look like i remember it being a booklet but i just don't you know i know it's like a coupon book i don't really remember yeah like a checkbook kind of uh-huh like that and it had like five ones in there like five fives it had some tens and some twenties uh-huh. and you could just pull them out and use them but then they started asking for the booklet and when they started asking for that, I knew I could trust you and you know go and you would pull out a five or whatever you're gonna mm-hmm. use but Jesse would do like 10 like in the middle try to like pull one out and then like uh-huh. in the end I, I, I have, always I, get caught. I have zero memory i have memory of the book but i have zero memory of actually using them i guess we were two at the the ebt card was later uh-huh. on right Late, so how much like, food stamps did you get i got back then it was like maybe 200 dollars a month and that was enough for the month that was enough for the month yeah when's that wedding gonna be 
It's December, the first weekend of December. In Austin? Uh, in Gerald. So right, right up the way, right up, what, like 45 minutes from here? Because, uh-huh. like, Joe's coming down, and he said he was, if we're, he was going to look for a place to stay close to there. I don't know yet. I don't know if I'm going to drive home or what. Uh, is Ginny going? Uh, you know I like to put stuff off. So uh-huh. I've always been that I, way. I learned that from I always have to, I always have to have my shit planned in my head mentally. Yeah, I plan my shit at night. I take that out. Whatever I want to wear tomorrow is uh-huh. out. It's right there by the closet, ready to go. That's how I start my day. Uh, the only time I used to do that was when I was a kid. And because my birthday is in August and school is starting in August and you conveniently lumped new school clothes with my birthday, which I don't <laughs> know how that worked. Uh, it worked. Well, no, you, you, my brother had a, a, his own school clothes and a separate birthday. I don't know how my shit got lumped in together, but for some reason, like having like a fresh pair of shoes, more specifically, a first pair of socks and a first pair of drawers. Uh-huh. and white shirts which you always got like a bunch of that and i to this day i do that now like I'm yeah go on a trip and i buy a fresh fresh set of drawers uh-huh. white shirts and socks I, I can't yeah. yeah so just that feeling to feel fresh but like the first day of school because I, I always thought man my shit's gonna look tight i had these like because we got one pair of shoes like whatever pair of shoes we wanted nikes or whatever okay. and just like a couple outfits and i remember, I remember like first day of school and coming back from uh christmas break i knew my mm-hmm. shit was gonna be fresh <laughs> and so and so like when i get a new pair that's why i like new pairs of shoes and because i i like to look fresh like i like to look fresh or feel fresh mm-hmm. yeah you think you were spoiled y'all were spoiled uh yeah you not think? like super spoiled but we did get like through means we got like a video game set you know shit, like one video game set or whatever like we had like one you know what y'all call it nintendo we had nintendo playstation whatever mm-hmm. the whole uh, thing yeah I didn't, I don't, I don't really know if y'all struggled or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was like specifically like under 10 years old, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of kid memories. Because oh. um, my, because my childhood was so traumatic. Mm-hmm. But I do remember like we would get in trouble for nothing. And like, I think y'all ended up like pawning the, the Nintendo, but y'all would look for reasons for us oh. to get in trouble to but, pawn it, like that kind of shit. But how are you going to get in trouble for nothing, Chick? You Who's gonna you, get in trouble for nothing. So, what would be a reason y'all would pawn our Nintendo? There would be no reason that we would have to pawn your Nintendo. But you can you admit you pawned the Nintendo? Yes, we did. Why? Because we needed the money to pay. Rent. So, so, so y'all didn't y'all didn't just hey we need the money to pay rent. Y'all would just no. we y'all, you're like da da da. Yeah, you see what I'm did saying? We have to explain. We're gonna get into this shit, to DQ. You? Let's get into. It. <laughs> did I, was, have, I said do I wasn't I have going to explain to. myself to you. Yeah, you can do whatever. That's you. That, that's now you know you call me an asshole. Now uh, you know why. It's because of that my traumatic childhood. I wasn't. But don't blame that on me. Why are you? Well, who else can me? I blame it on? Who, who do they blame for for Dahmer? His parents. No. <laughs> yeah, got, you could have stopped me all... as a child, mom. Uh uh-uh. uh. If I would have seen you doing crazy stuff like that, only when I saw you chop up, was it a cantaloupe or a watermelon? Watermelon. Why'd you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what, what what went through your head when you did that? I think I was probably watching like one of those infomercials, like where they would the dude would throw up the fruit and chop it. So uh-huh. I probably thought I could like chop all the way through it or something. And then I was like, well, they're not going to notice. <laughs> and I just turned it. And then when you got caught, what yeah, you wanted I mean, to explain? Let me explain uh, myself. <laughs> yeah, let me explain myself. Yeah, that's what we had to take the damn key, the house key from your shit. 
because you were what in elementary and Jesse was in junior high, but we couldn't give him the house key. <laughs> yeah, so I, you had it. So then we that. took it from you and would leave your ass outside, and then walk. You say he gonna burn up my damn barbecue pit out there. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It wasn't. As far as I remember, it wasn't anything like bad. I think I was just trying to. I'm pretty sure I watched something on TV. Yeah. Uh, one of those infomercials where he would toss up fruit and look how sharp it is and cut it. So I think when uh-huh. I grabbed the knife, I just like went like that. And I thought uh-huh. I could do it and I didn't go through it. I was a kid. So then I just like uh-huh. put it back. So what else do I get blamed for? Uh, everything. Everything? Mm-hmm. Why, why can't you tell me whatever something good that I've done? Uh, it's I hard can to take think. The, I, mean, I, I know I've done, you know, good and bad. Well, but, but that's it, what I'm saying. No one goes, no one goes to H E B or should I say like a, a restaurant and says, like, hey, y'all are doing an awesome job. Everybody's like, y'all, you fucked up my order. Like no one leaves a, a compliment thing. So uh, I mean, I guess like my work ethic and my whatever, that I mean that comes from you or from both of okay. y'all. Okay. Yeah. So I mean I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and kiss your ass. Well, ain't nobody <laughs> want you to kiss my ass. I just want you to recognize. I do recognize. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so what was your I, first job? My first job was uh, Target. And then from there? Girling. Yep, and then from there? Mm, don't remember. It was that Nancy where you yeah. met Jenny. Okay, was that right after? Uh-huh, that was right after. Yeah, so there you go. Mm-hmm. A few moments later. I, y'all think y'all made me weird, like, don't be trusting people. What? I need to go see your uh, therapist. <laughs> you sure do, him. Yeah. I think I'd blow his mind, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. Just imagine both of us in there. We'd have him picking his hair out of each side. Yeah, that's what we both psychologically broken. Mm-hmm. But we, we can get fixed. That's the thing. Can we? You don't think I got fixed? Mm. <laughs> You're less psychopathic. <laughs> Not all the way, or what? You're less of it. <laughs> I'm less of it. I have the mom that I n- knew as a kid, the mm-hmm. one I knew as a teenager, and the one I know as an adult. It's three very different moms. It's three different ones. Yes. Why is that? Three different personalities. <laughs> that's what you saw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least that's my it's my narrative. So. So who was Diane? The who one was... I knew as a kid. <laughs> and then Diana. The one as a teenager. And then DQ? The one I know now. <laughs> so which one was better of all three? The, uh, I think there's a mix match somewhere in there. Of which one? Uh, of of uh, Diana and DQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was weird, right, for you to call me that at work? Yeah, the, and I don't think people, a lot of people know. The real reason I called you Diana or DQ was because uh, you got me a job at your company when I was 18. And that's what kind of started my in-office finance accounting mm-hmm. thing. You and Aunt Nancy, shout out. Was that, but I I guess your boss knew that I was your son, but uh-huh. no one else knew. Yeah. we I don't think we look alike. We may look alike now, but. And we don't have the same last yeah, name. And we don't have the same last name, obviously. You have your maiden name and I have my last name. And so I would mm-hmm. just call you Diana. And mm-hmm. then you would always make me show up. Well, I have to drive you to work. So. <laughs> yep. My work hours was like eight thirty, but you made me be there at seven, so I go sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so I'd go and sleep. once you got yourself out of the mailroom, because that's where you started, I and know. you went to the accounting part, uh-huh. you would be snoring, and uh, your boss would go over there and tell me, "Diana, 
snoring again over there. I had to hurry up and get up and go wake your ass up before the main boss got there. Well, because, but it wasn't my time to work. But yes, I could see how <laughs> at the office. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I would uh, when I was in the mail room because it was so early. I would because there was remember that desk was in the corner. Mm-hmm. So I, I would like sleep under the desk. And if somebody caught me, they're like, hey, are you OK? I would have a pencil right by my hand. Like, oh, yeah, I just dropped this. <laughs> so I had to do that. a couple times. Like, yeah, I dropped my, my phone or whatever. And I'd be like asleep on the floor. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And you're yeah. good. What, 18, 19 years old? I was 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what like when I you've never seen like the show The Office, right? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you want something to watch, you should watch that. But I I worked. Cause they're, they're salesmen. I was never a salesman, but I did work in a mailroom and I mean, it was a massive amount of like data entry that y'all used to do. And then what well, we would mail like 20,000 envelopes. Mm. So I, yep. that was my first job having to, other than target, which I've talked about the target episode mm-hmm. where some dude wanted to do me. <laughs> and you acted <laughs> like you didn't know what that meant. No, no. He said, I told you what he said. So it was during Christmas time. Yeah, but you didn't tell. How come you didn't tell me at the time? Because I was, I, I didn't know what. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. uh, workplace about it. Workplace trauma was like, <laughs> you know, being a guy, you know, like you don't see it that way, mm. you know. And we were, we were, and people told me like, hey, be careful, this dude's weird. And mm. I was like, I would, I was like, he's not gonna mess with me, right? So I was, I remember restocking because it was around Christmas time, so you know, all this stuff is all torn up. So I remember like I was restocking like dolls or something. I was putting them in the thing and he was like, hey, and I was like, hey, what's up? And it was like I'd I'd work because I would either walk to work or you y'all go pick me up like at 1 30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And because the target's not that far from y'all's house. So yeah, he was like, hey. And then he was like, if I was a girl, I'd fuck you right now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I just turned around and walked away. But yeah, that was uh that was interesting. But then manually enter, you had teams that because it was so big, it was regional like one person had like one region but mm. yeah we're working in the mail room we would have to separate timesheets checks and uh direct deposit stubs i mean i'm not exaggerating was it was it like twenty five thousand? probably 30 uh, maybe thirty thousand mm-hmm. uh timesheets and then you mm. add that to checks and pay stubs so it was like a hundred thousand almost of items yeah. that we had to st- we had to separate everything and then we would give it to y'all. Y'all would stuff the envelopes and then we would have to run uh, the postage machine. And yeah, that yeah. was like what, like, I think it was a week's worth of work. Like mm-hmm. uh, I, it was, it was actually eight hours. Yeah. A week's worth <laughs> of work. Cause it was mm-hmm. two of us doing it. I guess I got lucky and I got into the, the data entry on the uh, payable side. And that mm-hmm. was hundreds of invoices have to hand code. And I, I think I, enjoyed my time there because that kind of helped me because like the the new people now don't know the struggle Mm-mm. that we had back then where everything's <laughs> handwritten you know everything i mean it's moved to a good way but at those times you had to like actually think when you're entering something where does this go what gl that kind of stuff so that's helped me now because in this job that i have now uh, when i was in office they would look at me like hey nothing bothers you and i was like yeah because you've ne- never had to separate a hundred thousand invoices and get it out <laughs> by because then our deadline was uh whatever time the usps would come if mm-hmm. we weren't done we were you know we'd, we'd get in trouble so mm-hmm. and these are the days where you used to actually like get in trouble so like now you get written <laughs> up but yeah, yeah so it's like you i was like you never been under that pressure having a separate so i think that and i think that's the thing that y'all have given me that nothing bothers me nothing 
it's not that it bothers me, but I don't let it get to me usually. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that kind of keeping a smooth head, but I think that's just my personality or y'all molded me into that way. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing, right? Is it? It is. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I mean, but then on the, on the other end, then I just play video games for like six hours. That's it. All right. So thank you DQ for coming on to this episode. And mm-hmm. hopefully we got to talk about whatever we needed to talk about. See, the thing is that I want the podcast to be just like talking shit or whatever, just mm-hmm. talking, but what people like we, I just saw you like what a couple of days ago and like we uh-huh. sat and had a conversation about Dahmer and stuff like that. So like we yeah. talk about all the time. And so like when the way I talk to like Joe, Tony, Jonathan, like I talk to them like that all the time too. So it's just like, that's why it's, it all just mm-hmm. runs together. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and um, let me know how the ratings are. So I okay. have to let my people know what when it's coming out. All right. Uh, I'll let you. I'll have it. All right. All right. Uh, thank All you right. for being on. All right. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye, ma. Perfect.